Hello and welcome back to our very second spoiler cast that Shapeless Gaming has ever done. We're going to be doing things a little bit differently today. It's kind of part TV, part game related, where we're going to be doing a spoiler cast of the latest Black Mirror episode, which is a Black Mirror event called Bandersnatch. It just came out the other day on Netflix. And Tori, I got to tell you, I'm smitten. I'm smitten as well. I'm smitten as well that we have kind of reached this point where we're kind of integrating the line the line between like game and film were like blended in such a unique way here that i've never seen perfectly too yeah like i think the biggest thing with bandersnatch that i just kind of want to like push out of the way is that this very well could have been like oh you know i see what they were going for it was a good shot yeah like but it didn't quite hit yeah like fun idea fun idea but the fact that their first swing at it went so well like it functioned as a kind of it was detroit aspect like choose your own adventure yep but also functioned as this is also great television like it's yeah like this is a great show movie what film whatever you want to call it for that like and first of all, Black Mirror is the perfect setting to mm-hmm. do this with. Black Mirror, you could not ask for like a better setting to place this kind of like technologically driven new format into because it's already set up for that as like yeah. we're blurring the lines of what technology can do. I mean, that's what the entire basis of the show, like even though nothing's connected, it's all about that like what is technology and how do we interact with it and how does it how does it affect us for positive or negative? Yeah. And, and this is the perfect, just the perfect medium, the perfect vehicle for this type of interactive storytelling in, mm-hmm. in the way of film. So if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend you do. But it's a if, spoiler cast. Like It's a spoiler cast. Watch it. Watch it. But if you're not that interested, stick around. We're going to kind of do a premise of it right now. Yep. So Bandersnatch follows uh, your character in 1984. Uh, his name is Stefan. Stefan is kind of an early programmer, video game developer during that retro era where it was just joystick and, you know, kind of those 8-bit games. Um, You have this idea to create a video game based on this kind of best-selling book, Choose Your Own Adventure book that was written by a literal insane person. And you are kind of probed by this company to be like, hey, we we love this idea. We want your game. Like, come write this with us. But the show takes you... I don't even know what to call it. Like, show... Let's just... I think for ease of, of speaking, let's just say show. Yeah. And we'll know what we mean, but yeah. The show kind of takes you on, like, this journey of... The company buys the rights to Bandersnatch, the game that you're creating. They let you work on it by yourself to kind of really let you be the sole creator of it. And it's your process of, you're following this very mentally ill person who is having what we don't even know is, are they delusions? Are they real? You have no idea what's real and what's not Mm -hmm. in Bandersnatch. So you're watching this show totally unsure of if what you're choosing affects real life or if it's just a dream you're having because Stefan is psychotic. Yeah. Like, Stefan is slowly kind of delving into this, like, hysteria and delusions. And and it's not just even about the, the process of, like, developing the game and, like, the delusions, but it's also, like, dealing with the trauma in the past and yep. that type of um, kind of emotional baggage that he's carried his whole life as well like that comes through in this in this story as well and that's what's so great is it's like it's not just base level like yeah it's a choose your own adventure it's kind of base level like there are multitudes to this episode where like things that you have to think of and things that you have to kind of keep in mind when you're making your choices and the goal of the show is to kind of get a perfect rating on your game like from the game reviewers of the time your kind of end goal is to make the perfect game and to do justice to the book and kind of guide Stefan along into making the right choices 
to create the perfect game. Right. And everything that happens alongside it with like, you know, there are supporting characters of your therapist, your father, a fellow video game developer. Mm -hmm. And they all try and like guide you onto different paths and you have to select the best one to kind of get you to the perfect game, essentially. And what I... So that's kind of the synopsis of the episode. Yeah. And what I think is perfect for the setting of Black Mirror and for what they had you do is it's so self-aware. Yeah. It's so self Like, they had the episode, you're the very first, like, choose-your-own-adventure episode based on a choose-your-own-adventure book and someone creating a choose-your-own-adventure game. Based off of it, yeah. Yeah, so yep. the whole premise is that you are supposed to be choosing your own adventure, and Stefan feels as if he's not making his own life choices because someone, this invisible hand, is guiding him. And he's self-aware that someone is controlling him, and he very much kind of has the hints that it's you, or and, this secret government agency. Right, and that's where like the, the mental delusions start to come into play mm -hmm. as well. But it's also, like, if you go back... Uh, and make another decision or you choose a different path like you decide to go back in the episode and choose a different path for Stefan to take he will be self-aware that the events that are always going to be the same have already happened he's aware that he's already had this conversation or that this problem is going to go wrong with the computer and he knows what the problem is because he's already been through it and what I loved is that as you move along the episode and if you make kind of mistakes that lead to dead ends and you revisit the same scenarios, it kind of gives you like flashbacks of like, I'm familiar with what's going to happen here. And there's one character, the fellow video game developer, who kind of turns you on to this psychosis. Mm -hmm. Like, the first time you meet him, he says something like, oh, we've never met before. And then you go back to that situation. He's like, we've met before. Yep. And then if you go back to it a third time, he knows your name, he knows what you're going to say, and he's kind of like, we haven't met in this timeline yet. So he's fully aware. Yeah, of, he becomes aware along with Stefan in that. Yeah, and what I what I love is that that backdrop of one, the choose your own adventure, the secret government agency and the testing, and then three, the time is not a straight line. Yeah. Time is like this, there are there like sometimes you feel like with deja vu, there's an invisible hand that's pushing you to do certain things. Right. And Stefan, like when he gets to those things again, where it's like the same choice rises up, like when you choose something, his hand starts to like go to do it. And he's trying to stop it because mm -hmm. he's like, I'm not doing this like. Right. And then you realize like even just like the 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 details on how they film it, such as like when you go back and you are meeting Colin, the fellow game developer for the first time, or there's like a shot of him with his hand kind of shaking as he's trying to like type on the keyboard, like to finish his nosedive game or mm -hmm. whatever. And it's kind of weird. Like it's not crazy shaking, but you can see his like kind of trembling a little bit. And it's like, huh. He that also was like a weird, weird close up, but okay. It, it just holds for like half a second and then it's gone. The big illusion with this is that there's this secret government kind of organization or test called PAC, which is like programming and control studies. Yeah. Which is essentially like Pac-Man. Like Pac-Man thinks he has free will and you're guiding him through this maze, eating up all the little pills, but he's never in control. Even if he escapes those ghosts and you get to the next thing, like you escape the maze, he's just in another maze. Yeah. Pac-Man has no free will and... Stefan has no free will because you are playing Pac-Man with him. Yeah, you are controlling his actions through the... And yeah. just the, like, kind of the technical side of it is just astounding because mm -hmm. the shots are so seamless. After you make your decision, yeah. like, everything plays out. Like, when that timer... Because you're on a time basis. It doesn't just hold a shot like someone just... Yeah, it you, it continues the story as you're making your choice and you kind of have to pick it and you let the timer run out and then your decision is made. And it's so seamless. Yeah. It's so well. It's incredibly well integrated onto a streaming platform, which is insane. And it's it's so unbelievable because they have little thumbnails. Like once you pause it, it's not like the typical Netflix screen where, you know, you can scroll back 10 seconds. When you pause it, there's little thumbnails at the bottom which allow you to go back to previous 
choices. Yep. Like you can select previous choices if you're like, ah, fuck, shouldn't have done that. But it'll automatically redirect you. Like when you hit a dead end, it'll let you know. It'll go into a game review of the game and then it'll have you go back to a previous decision and fix it. Like kind of do the right one to lead you down a thing. Yeah. With So now that like the kind of concept and premises like stated, uh, you want to get into like the... The nitty, the, the nitty gritty a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I right, absolutely right. want to get into the nitty gritty. Um, you kill your dad. You absolutely have to force Stefan to kill his father because he's going through this. And again, it's so well done because you don't know if it's an illusion. You mm-hmm. don't know if it's real. But you kind of have this vision that your dad is this tester. Like, mm-hmm. he works for, like, this government control, and he's conducting this study on you, like, induced a trauma on you and is seeing how this plays out. And you wake up, but you don't know, like, is it is it real? Is this actually happening? Yeah. Or was that one of his delusions? Mm-hmm. And... What did what did you do with the dad's body? Because that's the big one, like that I've seen on like social media of like, oh fuck, I I didn't even get a choice. Like I either had to chop up the dad or bury the dad. Oh, I guess I didn't do everything because I didn't have any of those options. Really? Mm-mm. I hit him with the thing, and then it just was like a scene of him patching up like the pile of dirt over him, and then you heard sirens kind of coming in the background, and Stefan was dirty and kind of like looked around, and then just cut. Really? Yeah. Is that how it ended for you? I did because I made every at every choice where it was like kill your dad. I always chose not to kill him. Okay. I I never chose to do it on my own free will. It eventually got to the point where it was like, well, you're killing him. Okay. So I didn't do it once, and that happened to me. Like you just, it's a shot outside, and you're kind of patching it up. Yep. And the other time I went through it, I chose to kill him, Mm -hmm. and then it gives you the choice like okay you're gonna chop him up or are you gonna bury him and stefan is just kind of like looking at the sky like what do i do like asking you directly for advice whoa and then you select like either bury or chop up and i selected i did both but my okay. first one was i'm gonna chop up the body come on that's the only way to get rid of it yeah so i chop up the body and he's kind of like once the timer runs out he's like Oh, fucking seriously. And then you just like see him like kind of just like I'll do whatever. I I guess like Yeah, that's kind of the point where he oh, like realizes fuck. like once you pull that trigger on you select kill your dad. Mm-hmm. It's like he's fully now listening to you. Like he's not trying to fight it. He acknowledges that someone is controlling his life. The entire story from like start to finish and the way it reflects what you're doing like your input to it to to the point where you become a character is insane because it starts off like hey how cool is this do you want sugar puffs or do you want frosties Mm -hmm. and then by the end it's like you're his god yeah and it's fucking creepy it's creepy as shit because you are you are it takes on such a control such a crazy meta to it the way that it evolves is like seamless too the i that's what i don't get is Charlie Brooker or Booker, whoever is the broker, I think so, whoever writes, because it's the same person that writes every single episode Mm -hmm. of Black Mirror, is a fucking insane person. Like, there is no, no godly reason that should have been that good. Yeah. And so well integrated with every single fucking choice of like, how in the fuck do you anticipate and like create these storylines and make them so seamless? Yeah. Like... Everything and makes sense. I think part of it comes from his background um, being a games journalist. Oh, really? Yeah. I, that has to have some influence on it's it. It's got to have think. some it's influence. Like, he has like there's... a deep understanding of like how how the person's input on the media can change the experience you have. But I would imagine just because it was too it was too it's too, too good. well done. It's too good. I'll just say it. It's yeah. too good. Yeah. And it's it's got that perfect self-awareness. Like when you decide to chop up your dad's body, it's got the perfect self-awareness where Stefan is realizing I'm not in control. I'm just going to listen to my fucking overlord voice. Yep. And they are going to guide me to where I need to be. I want to reel it back and I want to kind of take on the story 
bit by bit a little bit rather than literally jumping right to the end. Okay. Um, so you start off, you're going to pitch your game mm-hmm. um, to Tuckersoft, I believe it was called. Yep. And w- you get the decision um, of like, hey, we want, we want to offer you this job. We'll give you desks. We'll hire a team for you. Um, what did you initially do when it was like, take take the job at the oh, office? I took the job because I thought that's what Stefan would want. And then it, immediately after you click the button, you realize, fuck, this was a bad because decision. the other character, the other game developer, just like goes up to you, pats your shoulder, and is like, wrong choice, mate. Yeah, and you're like, they knew we were going to say that. Yeah. I think that, because that's like the first major decision outside of like what music are you going to choose and what cereal are you going to eat and stuff and now it was like okay here's where the consequences happen it, and that led you to your first dead end because then it shows you like sitting there on christmas when the game comes out and it's like honestly it's a one out of five it's a great concept but you could tell it's worked on by a team that wasn't well organized didn't yeah. know what they were doing so then it leads you back to that decision where you have to refuse and then it goes from there where it's just it it allows Stefan to work by himself and just to completely devolve into madness on his own. Yep. And like what kind of jumping back to the end here. Okay. Um when you chop up your dad's body how the big thing was like the author decapitated his wife after like creating the game because he got so caught up in the conspiracy that yeah. he was writing that he believed it to be real. Yeah. Which it could be, we don't know. Yeah. Um you you're like finishing up the game and like designing it and everything and you just subtly see your dad's head on your shelf holy like just bleeding out are you serious yeah just the dad's head is like laying on the shelf and you just kind of like look back at it and you're like and you finish your game and then like it shows the holiday season review and it's like it's a perfect game it's got everything you could ever want all the choices are so well laid out, and that's what gives you a five out of five game. Is when you decapitate Whoa. your dad. Yeah, highest like, I got was like a three point five or something. Yeah, you get a five out of five if you chop up your dad and then have his head to like complete the author's cycle. Yeah, and then after that game review, it pulls up a shot from that. Like it doesn't go back into nineteen eighty four. Like when it's showing that watching the TV, it pulls up from the TV and it's a modern newscast that's just like. That was the game Bandersnatch, which released in 1984, holiday season. It was very quickly pulled off the shelves after when it was realized that the game developer had murdered his father and, like, went into the story. But then, where the controversy lies today is that game is being recreated for the modern era. And it shows the daughter... Of your fellow game developer. Yeah. Like, what was his name? Colin? Yeah, Colin. Yeah. Colin. It shows his daughter that you kind of see in oh, the show. Pearl, yeah. Yeah. Like Pearl designing the new game for the modern era. Yeah. And being like, kind of like realizing the conspiracy within it as well. Yeah. Like then you start controlling her and it's like, what the fuck? This goes so goddamn deep. How much further into that? Is it just like one decision with yeah, her? It's like one decision. Okay. Okay. Where it's just kind of like, you control her for a second and then it ends. And that's the, that's your perfect ending. That's is, cool. Yeah. I never, so I, I, I thought I did all of them it goes deeper than I thought. That's, that's what I'm amazed is that I thought I did everything, but then I was like reading on like Reddit and social medias that like people were encountering decisions that I never got to. And I thought I went through the whole thing. So mm-hmm. it is, it's not so simple. It's way deeper than you think. Yeah. But then they have that, again, self-aware meta of, like, Stefan kind of crafting the game, and he kind of, like, when you when you get the perfect five-star game, yeah. you get this aside from him that's kind of like, I figured it out. Like, I'm, I'm only giving the players the illusion of free will, and I control their fate. So he's kind of yeah. taking on your role. Mm-hmm for everyone else like while they're playing the game there in his reality there's really only a few endings but a bunch of ways to get to it Mm -hmm. and he's like really i'm just giving them the illusion of free will i control them Mm -hmm. and it's again how do they create that perfect self-awareness i don't know but there's also that kind of self-awareness where like when he's asking for a sign like he kind of realizes someone's controlling him and he's like who are you? What are you doing? Yep. Like, what do you want from me? Like, just fucking give me a sign. Yeah. 
And you can either show him like this weird ominous symbol that will lead him further into conspiracy yeah. or there's an option for Netflix. Uh-huh. And I was like, what the fuck is Netflix? Like, yeah, this is that seems kind of dumb. I was like, is it going to show like Black Mirror or something or is it actually going to be Netflix? So you choose Netflix and then it's like, I am controlling you on Netflix He's yeah, like a 21st century streaming service like TV, but online. And yeah. it's like all popping up on his like Commodore 64. Computer. Yeah, it's like showing on this like old school fucking computer, like this like typing thing where it's like trying to explain Netflix to this person, <laughs> like trying to explain Netflix to someone in 1984. Yeah. And then he turns around to his dad and he's like, someone on Netflix is controlling me. Yeah. And he's like, and th- what's Netflix? I don't fucking know. And then and then his dad's like, you want me to call the therapist? Yes, please, Dad. <laughs> yeah, that's the only time he's like, yep, let's go see the therapist. And then the therapist is talking and she's like, but if someone from TV was controlling you, don't you think it'd be more interesting? Like, like you're just in a boring, ordinary room with just having a boring conversation. How is that entertaining for anyone? Like, don't you agree it'd be far more entertaining? And then there's two choices <laughs> after she says that. There's yeah and fuck yeah. <laughs> you select fuck yeah and it triggers this like totally self-aware action yeah. scene where like suddenly everyone is good at karate. Yeah, she pulls out two batons and she's like <laughs> like and then you it gives you the option like fight her yeah. <laughs> so you, or like, jump out the window. You you like go in you're you're punching her and like throwing each other over chairs and stuff. Then your dad busts in and he picks you up by the throat and you have the option to like kick him in the balls or karate chop him. <laughs> and it, like it's totally self-aware of like we're going to give you just like a funny action like, scene. W- like we'll give you one thing where it's like this is ridiculous. We understand. Like we understand this is how it could have been. But we did the rest of it really well. Like, and that's only like one perfect. Yeah, that's that. I honestly think that makes it better, too, is that they still integrated like a a ridiculous aspect of it to mm -hmm. be like, okay, this is a very serious plot, a very serious TV show. You can kind of go off path for a little bit, do something fun. Yeah, like they it's almost like weirdly kind of a video gamey thing. Like, let's get a ridiculous thing in there, too. But it plays like a video game. It's so weird. Yeah. And I think, um, the the reason that that was the path that leads you to like the really ridiculous little tidbit is because it gives you the two options Netflix or the ominous symbol if you are invested in this story and you're looking to play that story you're going to click the ominous symbol if you are like I don't really care this is I don't eh. you're going to pick Netflix like you're going to pick it's literally the Netflix logo right yeah. so it's like they knew like if you chose that you were either you would either played through it your your like your path the first time mm-hmm. or you were like not eh, you know you weren't really you were just kind of like I'm just kind of trying to see what the fuck is going on here yeah like and it's then, a big event yeah like so I was like there you go they even call it such it's a Black Mirror event and I hope they make more in the future yeah because but this was so good the plot at first I was like. I had the thought in the back, the back of my mind that was like, this is a little bit on the nose. The fact that it's like, choose your own adventure, and then he's making the thing, and then the actual show about that is a choose your own adventure show. But they did it so well that it didn't come across as like, cheesy or on the nose, or oh, of course they it did. It made sense. It was like, this is cool. They integrated the choose your own adventure Netflix event into... A, a a television series that well and it's it's also four that. people who four people who don't play games too like it's very much accessible to them and the fact that the plot reflects what's going on i'm sure helped a lot of people who are not used to like the choose your telltale you know like the telltale or detroit style thing they were like oh i kind of get this now yeah a choose your own adventure book i get it it works for i again the dude who writes it is a yep. goddamn genius because it works for everyone. For people who are fans of like video games, they understand the format. It's really fun for them. It's fucking cool for them. It's yeah. like, holy shit, they hit Choose Your Adventure on the nose. Yeah. And then for people who have no idea what the fuck is going on, yep. they might just do it as like a, oh, this is kind of a cool thing. I don't play video games, but this is weird. It's going to make sense to them. Like yeah. It's going to make sense for everyone. It's either going to be really self-aware and really good or just really good. Yeah. It's... It, you might nailed not get all the just, self-aware just humor. It. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought was really 
like kind of crazy about it yeah. was they didn't just go as far as to like integrate choices in with you know how you're selecting your adventure they go as far as to integrate the controller vibrations into the episode. that was what blew my mind how did they integrate vibration like controller vibration support into netflix that's wild no isn't it? fucking clue i'm sure it hits a certain time marker and then it yeah i mean i'm sure that's how they but i've just like I, something about that is really crazy that just they, the fact that it worked because like if you're playing on a you can pl- you don't have to be watching it on a game console to play it like you could do it on your computer you can do it on your remote if you have a smart tv or whatever but the fact that they could recognize if you were on an xbox or a playstation and integrate that vibration support yeah that's just a cool technical feature to it the technical i i just want to give a huge round of applause for the technical team that had to create this episode yeah because they have totally revolutionized what television can be and they have totally like this is going to be like one of those things where you can like clearly point back to a moment in history and be like this changed the game this is what did it yeah and god i I just can't get over how perfect like and but not only is it like a cool like interesting story and stuff like that like and oh it's you know it's fun because it's interactive beautifully shot Great music, great sound design, acting is phenomenal. It's so well shot that it's almost, like, ridiculous. Like, it's stupid. Like, it should not, Whoever the lighting designer was, superb. I mean, just as far as, like, you should not be able to, like, have something, be able to take so many different things and have so many different shots have to be accounted for. Like, your shot list is going to be fucking insane. Like, they actually had to draw the graph of, like, this choice, this choice, this choice, this choice. Like, they had to do the branches and then do all of the cinematography work and the acting work and the lighting work for every single situation that you can choose. Yeah. Fucking wild. Yeah. Editor fucking insane like give him a raise i don't give the editor a raise i don't care if he's making 14 billion dollars an episode give him a raise to 15 billion an episode because how how much it still resembled a tv show yeah i mean it just was a tv show but you got to choose what happened with the character in it which is for a lot of people i'm still reeling (laughs) you're reeling i'm reeling from it and what i i loved all of the like, like it's not just actions you can do. It's also, like, kind of dialogue-based as well. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want him to say? What do you want him to act like? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, let, let's kind of, like, like, try and, like, walk it back. Because we're just, we're still both just, like, <laughs> like, for the, for the story, then, um, when it came to, let's say the part where it was, like, nosedive. Yeah. Off the balcony? Mm-hmm. So, my first instinct... Sorry, hold on. Let me take it back, actually. Did you choose, the first time, did you choose to go into the therapist's office or follow Colin? Follow Colin. Oh, okay. I didn't the first time. Oh, really? I mean, I went back and did the Colin one, but... Colin was a much more interesting story. Oh, definitely. Because... Because that was where, like, the meta really took over. Yeah, that's where, like, the conspiracy and, like fucking government secret agency like kind of the self-aware of like you're playing something right now Mm -hmm. that kind of came in i didn't go to the therapist because my thought process was i don't know why colin would be here other than like i have to go do that like that's something that's like I don't want to go to the therapist. My dad's a dick. I hate you, dad. I'm not going to a therapist. Yeah. I'm going to play games with my friends. Colin, want to play games? Yeah, that was kind of my thinking, but then they took drugs and got all spacey. I took the LSD. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. There was no way I wasn't going to take it. Because he sits down and he's like, he's in the hole, love. We're going to fix him up or whatever. And And then he just. He's in the hole. Whips. Yeah. He whips out a joint and then he just pulls out some. Some LSD and it's like, and he's like teaches you how to do it. But, but then he, he was like, I don't know why I appreciated this, but he was very much like not trying to influence you. He was like, 
here's like here's the drug. If it's you want choice. it, it's your choice. You don't have to do it. Like don't feel any pressure at all. Like I'm gonna do it, and you again, don't have to. Yeah. It's great for his character, but it's also great in the context of this because he is the only one aware of this Pac-Man situation. Yeah, where he's so like, he's kind of like he's talking almost through Stefan. Yeah, he's like talking to you through them. Yeah, it's really. Colin oh, is man. like Colin is the character who understands what's going on, and he speaks through Stefan to you. Yeah, which is unbelievable. But then. What what happened when you went to the therapist the first time? Like, if you didn't go see Colin. Um, you kind of talk more about what's happening. You up your dosage. Okay. Um, so it's the yeah. same path. Because I did that after and got the same thing. Yeah. So it's the same path, but like... You just skip the Colin stuff. Yeah, you skip mm-hmm. the Colin stuff. And the Colin stuff ended up maybe being an illusion, maybe being a dream. Yeah. Who knows? Because... After you kind of talk this conspiracy with Colin, who's working on a game called Nosedive, which is also an episode of Black Mirror. Like, that's a title of the episode with Bryce Dallas Howard. Is that what it's called? Yep. It's called Nosedive. Okay. And the other thing is Metalhead. Yep, that's from the other one. Yep. It's not the episode title, but that's what they were called. Or was it called Metalhead? It was called Metalhead. Oh, okay. And those are the creatures from it. So, like, again, just more evidence that Black Mirror is kind of, like, pushing you, like, we're an anthology series that takes place in the same world. Yeah. It's a connected universe. Or maybe it's... As if Black Museum wasn't a a big enough tip-off of, like, hey, it's connected. Or, like, it could also be, like, maybe not the same universe, but parallel universes. Oh, my God. Dude, this changes everything. Yeah. Because it's, like, the Bioshock Infinite thing of, like... It's the well, multiverse that's, theory. That's the whole thing with this episode, I too. I know. Is that for every choice you make, there is a separate choice where, like, because Colin even tells you, like, in this timeline, this is what you did. Like, yeah. there's other timelines. I where didn't we even didn't think meet. about how this affects the, the wider BMU. Yeah, know? the Black Mirror EU. Yeah. <laughs> the extended universe of Black Mirror. Yeah. When are we going to get spinoff series? It's to be honest, probably in the anyway. So with the Colin stuff, the nosedive thing, what did you pick? At first, I because you get this prompt that's like one of us has to jump, one of us has got to kill ourselves, one of us has to jump, but it doesn't matter because in another timeline you're still alive. Yeah. And I jumped at first because I was like, or I wanted to choose Colin jump, but mm-hmm. my girlfriend was like, no, 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 have Stefan jump because then. He breaks out of this, like... So you're a huge pushover, is what you're saying, and you don't stick to your guns. I mostly stick to my guns. But that one, <laughs> like, the theory made sense. Because she thought of it as, like, if Stefan jumps, then he'll wake up and realize, oh, shit, this is an illusion. Someone is controlling my fate. I have no free will. So, like, you can jump and kill yourself. Sorry, you're not dead, though. Like, you have to go back. Yeah, kind of like a Pac-Man thing. Kind of like a Pac-Man thing of, like, to show Stefan you have no free will and kind of prove the theory to him. Mm-hmm. Didn't go as planned. Dead end. Dead end. Yep. You, you're, you're, you're just dead. Yeah. However, then I went back to Colin jumping, and yep. then you, like, wake up. Like, you're jolted awake, so you don't know if it was a dream or not. Like a monster attacks you. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, but you're still tripping, so it's like... that. That's even more meta, because... You're on drugs. You don't know if it's a dream because he kind of wakes up. You don't know if that whole thing was a dream. And then it also becomes so meta with what Colin's saying to you that it's like. And it takes on the form of the game that you're making. Like the demon that appears is the demon from the game. And he's talking about his game sort of. Yeah. Every, oh, 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 It's easy to get caught up in this. It's very yeah. easy to like. And the more I'm like kind trying of like attach about the red you. yarn, but yeah. then you have to like keep moving it. Like, wait a second. Yeah, and you're like, oh, wait. <sighs> yeah, like it, it's just more and more of that. Like the more we're talking about it. Um, so then, yeah, then Colin's dead. Well, not actually, but because that timeline is then over. Yeah, like it's not a dead end, but that timeline is done, and you wake up the next morning, and Colin is missing but still alive. Like they don't know that they said we don't know where he is we don't know what's happening he probably just went off to Amsterdam again he's done it before yeah but it's still kind of like well what if he, what you know it's only been like a day or two like what if he's what if he is dead the other thing is that 
that death scene was brutal. You like, watch just, his body hit the ground. Like, you see the entire shot of him falling off the building, hitting the ground, and then laying there dead. And, like, blood just, like, Yeah. Like, you just see this, like, And I don't know how they did that, because it looked like it's one continuous shot where he, like, kind of goes over, and then it, like, shows him falling. Yeah. And it's just all one shot where you just, like, see it, and it's just like, dude, how did it, how do they do that? It's crazy. Again, editor. It's, it's not the same editor. It's a VFX, VFX artist. Pro, but wizard. Like, good job on that. And, like, it is, it, it does get brutal, like, when you hit your dad with the ashtray. Here's my thing. Would that kill you? I kept trying to, like, think about this. Like, I mean, you hit him right on the temple and, like. You hit him right on the temple, but, like, it's hard. just glass. Like a cigarette but yeah it's like a crystal like heavy crystal bottomed yeah but like my big thing was like would that kill you my big okay here's my thing it's not would it kill you because i know blunt force trauma to like the right spot of the head will just fucking lights out mm-hmm. but there was so much blood that like immediately like yeah rushed out is that realistic yeah is there that much blood yeah like in your head i don't know because i've seen someone's okay I don't think I've ever talked about this on the on any shapeless stuff. I had to kind of like emergency uh, tourniquet and like hold on to someone's like blood vessel oh, God, this. in their leg because the only thing keeping their foot attached to their leg was skin from here to here. They had torn through the muscle, shattered the bone. And I had to, like, lay on them and tourniquet, and I had blood all over me. But here's the thing, is that they're fine. They didn't lose the foot. They got pins in it. They're good. It's because I saved the day. You're welcome. Um, For the record, that is my least favorite of your stories. Yeah. Because it, that is, Tori, can you please back me up? That is 100% true it's story. It's 100% a true story. There's footage to back it up. There is we, actual no, we will never footage. release it. We will never release it, but there is footage of me keeping this man's foot on his leg. He had his cape on and everything. Yeah. Should have seen him. You're welcome. Fly off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but even when I was like doing that, like when this man's foot was off of his body Mm -hmm. the blood wasn't like like it didn't spray out it was like very slowly just kind of like oozing like the blood wasn't just like this fucking fountain that just i don't know i don't know if i think the amount was accurate i don't know if it would have come out that quickly i I don't know if it would have been like and then like washed down his face but yeah that was my big thing i've also never seen someone smashed with a crystal ashtray so do you uh, want to yeah i can make that happen cool we'll get to that later (laughs) (laughs) um and that oh my god what if in the spoiler cast then things popped up and it said should tyler kill tori yes no stay tuned for the shapeless choose your own adventure video series where we use youtube's interactive cards to lead you to the next video in your series wait that's not possible is it it wouldn't be as seamless as the Netflix one. We could use the little like the little eye thing where it pops up like a choice. Let's look into that. <laughs> We'd have to make it really short, but let's look into that. It's kind of a cool idea. That is kind of a cool idea. No one take that. That's our idea. Okay. Sure. Um But that was there are in the episode they kind of like lead you to that conclusion of Yes, this is a choose-your-own-adventure, but they kind of have that thing where you're not in control even. Netflix is in control. You're always going to have kind of a similar outcome. Yeah. You're given the illusion of free will even when you're choosing the options. It's so many layers of hierarchy of, like, Mm -hmm. who chooses what for who because you kind of realize that there's only a certain amount of outcomes you can get. Yeah. Like... But they do it in such a way that's not like lazy, like, oh, I understand this is kind of like a thing. It, it like it almost adds to the story that there's only a few outcomes. It's I mean, it is it's just like in those types of games where it's the big thing that's always kind of tossed around if you're reading like reviews or whatever. It's like games give you the illusion of choice. You don't you have a couple options to choose from, but 
you're going to eventually get back to the main path, whether that branch that you took is a little blip or if it's a huge branch. Or except in Detroit. That's the one game where it's like, oh, you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. Like, there is that. There are so many different outcomes. Yes, but it's, it's, it's like that same thing of like, we're giving, here's what, here's what we'll allow you to choose between. You're not choosing what you want to do. You're choosing what are the options do you want to do based off what we decide you can do. So it's like that illusion of choice. Who's got the cooler hair? Connor from Detroit Become Human or <laughs> Stefan from Black Mirror Bandersnatch? He's got good hair. He's got great hair. It's, you know, it's, it's thick and it's full. Uh, I'm still going to have to go with Cute Boy Connor, but, you know. I think I think he gives Cute Boy Connor a run for his money. <laughs> I think I think they're definitely the finalists in the Miss America pageant. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But Connor still takes the crown. He's got to. He's got to. Yeah. And as much as I want to say, you know, Stefan also gives him a run for his money with that jacket. But Connor's jacket takes the cake. Yeah, no, the, I wouldn't even put that on the same echelon, okay? Connor's well, it's, jacket. It's different styles. <laughs> so, Tyler, there's a thing called Black Mirror we were talking about for a little while. Um, oh, yeah. What are the other, like, key decisions? I mean, there's, like, the... Do you type in toy or pack? You know, I, when you go into yep. your dad's office and stuff like that? What did you do? for the, well, I, I guess the, the first time. time I typed in packs. Me, me too. The demon. And then it just ends up, like, you don't get in the safe... And the demon, like, appears, and then you fucking jolt up, and it's kind of like a dead end. Oh, I didn't even have that option the first time I did it. Packs? You didn't have packs? I had pack. The first I had time. packs? I had that pack. the second time. I never chose it, though. And then when I went back, because that was kind of a dead end, choosing packs. Yeah, with an X. With an X. And then the demon kind of appeared, and mm-hmm. then you kind of jolt up, and then you have to redo it. Yeah. Then there was pack, or yep. toy. Mm-hmm. Then I did toy just because i wanted to see what it would be mm-hmm. and that one was just kind of like a you go back into your childhood yep and you decide do i want to take the 845 train but you know that it crashes because you've been in that timeline before yeah or then once that was over i that actually that actually can lead you to the end that was a cool little thing i thought that one actually can't like selecting toy can lead you to the end yeah but then i went back and i was like i you know that one was just kind of like i wanted to check it out because i thought it would be a dead end because Mm -hmm. it only showed up the second time yeah whereas pack was a mainstay so i was like okay well obviously pack is the right choice but i just kind of want to see but it led me to the end yeah um but then i did pack and then that's where you kind of get this idea that your dad is conducting a study Mm -hmm. on you and you find all these tapes and recordings that like your mom didn't actually ever exist it was just an induced trauma yeah like he drugged you put you in this room that was a replica of the room that you live in now yeah and showed you this thing um and then that one that's where it led me to be like you want to back off or you want to kill your dad Mm -hmm. and i was like ah i'll kill him (laughs) i'll fucking do it to me it wasn't even like oh does stefan want to kill the dad it's like I am a god. I decide. <laughs> it gave me a god complex. Yeah, that's when I did that, I was like, no, back off. Don't, you know, because I didn't, I was like, don't fall into this same trap that the author did and stuff. Because you get that documentary about him that Colin mm-hmm. gives you and stuff, which is just another hint that he is so self-aware about this whole thing. Yeah, because you are following the path of the author. Yeah. It's, and it's just like this this cycle that's just going to keep repeating itself with this property. To me, I was like, well, if I want a good game, he had to kill his wife. I got to kill the dad. Yeah. I'm more interested in a great game than keeping a family together. Sorry. Sorry, libs. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> you do what you got to do. Stand your ground, Stefan. So then you just you just killed him, chopped him up, kept his head, made a good game. Yeah. And that's that's basically what led you to the end was mm-hmm. like. You select pack. You kind of confront your dad of like, he tells you like, you weren't supposed to see that. Yeah. And then you wake up. Yep. And then you kill your dad. You chop him up. You make a great game. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Made a great game. Well, good for you. At exactly. The expense of your dad. But um, just the, the fact that they had those layers where you can, there's a few different things. Oh, did you get to the point where you can select the number to dial 
yep. for your therapist mm-hmm. and how it it was dropping hints through the episode yeah. what the number was because she always says, you know my number. And then you're like thinking back on like the words that yep. she says and there's like numbers kind of hidden in it and you're yeah. just like, oh shit. Yep. But you can dial any number. Yeah. Which is fucked up. Uh-huh. How do they do that? I thought it was just going to be more like yes or no, but then it gave you like, it gave you a full like zero through nine. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you dialing? It tells you kind of what to dial. Right. But you can dial whatever. Did you try dialing something? Yeah, random? I tried dialing something else and it actually did the number. What? Yeah. Like showed a shot of him typing the wrong number? Showed a shot of him typing the number. <laughs> I think it was a dead signal though. Like it was a dead end. Okay. Um, but then... Did you get to a point where you bury your dad and then Colin comes over to your house? No. Oh, that's one of the lines is that um, Tucker, the le- the kind of CEO of the game development thing, he calls you and he's like, I need that game tonight. I gave you the weekend. Come on. Where is it? Is it going to be done tonight? Yeah. And you're like looking at your dad's body and you're like, Mm-hmm. And then you go back to the house and you're like, then you see Tucker and Colin talking and Colin's like, you shouldn't push him too hard. He needs time to complete it. It's a masterpiece. Like he needs his time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tucker tells Colin, like, go and check on him. Like, I understand he might need more time. I'm just going to give the illusion of rushing him. You go talk to him, kind of guide his hand. Yeah. And Colin comes over, like, knocks on the door, like, while you're dragging your dad's body out. And then he opens the door, kind of sees the body, and he's like, well, show me the game. Like, doesn't care, because he knows that's the path that you have to follow. And then you kind of, like, address him in your room, like, I killed my dad. And he's like, salt coming? So... You're going to kill me? You're going to let me live? And then the, the prompt choice comes com- up. The prompt oh. comes up where you can kill Colin or let him live. The most interesting one is you let him live and he's so self-aware. Like while the timer's running down, he's like, it's your choice. I don't care either way. Obviously, it's up to you. What are you going to do? And I chose Dude. like, let him live. And he's like, well... He's like, it's like a shot, like a really close up shot on his face. And he's kind of like looking into you and he's like, well, I'm sure that was anticlimactic, but much appreciated. And he just walks That's out. That's so cool. Like him as a character for this he particular, is like, that was so smartly done. Yeah. Like he kind of is the fourth wall breaker. Yeah. Like he almost addresses, he doesn't speak, like we talked about earlier, he doesn't speak to Stefan, he speaks to you yeah. through Stefan. Yeah. Which reminds me of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like the earlier kind of Desmond games. You know, the good games. Yeah. The Not, ones where it'd be like Minerva speaking to you or whatever. Yeah, speaking to Desmond through Ezio. Right, yeah. Not, you know, not, the shitty... Not to you as the, play, uh, the player, yeah. but like to... Yeah, to Desmond. But, you know, all good things must end. And yeah, I guess Assassin's so. Creed's in the shitter now, so... But at least Black Mirror is good. Yeah, at least that. Like, that's my that's my new game. Now when people ask me, hey, what's your favorite game of all time? Uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. It's probably the best game I've played, yeah. Were there any other lines that you had in it that were... Hmm, I'm like trying to any think of... story-based things? Or if we're done with story, then we can kind of wrap up on the technical, because... Yeah, I think as far as story goes, like, I thought I had played them all. I did not realize how deep this goes. Which so I thought that you would have gotten all the things I got. No, like, I guess I, I guess not. I I I, also, I had gotten them. I also spent. I, I think this is worth bringing up. If you want to do all of it, like if you okay, let's say you go through it and play it, you get the right thing every single time. It'll take about fifty minutes. If you want to do everything. Every single choice, every single line, it'll be about three hours that you spend with this. Okay, I spent like an hour and a half about with it. Yeah, like if, because a lot of the time is spent like 
going back and doing the flashbacks and everything, like getting you up to that decision. Yeah. Like if you want to do the whole thing, that might be like two and a half, three hours. Like it can take a really long time, but I highly recommend it. If you want to like really see everything that they accomplished and everything, all the work they put into it with how deep this can go, it's going to take like two and a half hours, which is so worth it in my opinion, because it's just interesting to see. Yeah. All right, let's hop into the technical then. Again, the shots were so seamless when the clock was running down. Yeah. Like how it kept, like it forces you, like when you select it, it doesn't immediately go because that would be jarring. Yeah. It makes the clock run down because then it kind of transitions into what you're going to do. Yeah. But then even sometimes when you reach a dead end and your choices come up, it's not just like a black screen, Mm -mm. like choose this or choose this, like go back. It's like the computer screens will have yeah. the choices on them. And it's like, which one, which part do you want to go back to? Mm-hmm. The other thing, the other technical side, they, they introduced the score with your music choice. Like how, what do you want to listen to? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do the Thompson twins. Yep. Chose the Thompson twins. Yes, it was during that scene, but then also when you're walking into the record store, that's also what's playing. Like, oh, yeah, you're listening to that again. So they kind of like reconfigure the episode. Like, obviously, that's all post-production anyway. So it wasn't like needed during the shot. Mm -hmm. But like the idea that during post-production, they kind of reintroduce some of the choices based on like, like. Again, just the programming that has to go into that of like, what are you listening to now? Yeah, it's a crazy, it's like an entirely full motion video game. Yeah, and then like depending on what serial you choose, like when you pop in the VCR, that's like the commercial that plays Yep. at the beginning when you pop in that VCR. What did you choose? Oh, I chose my Frosted Flakes. So did I. You mean Frosties. Are they Frosties or Frosted Flakes? Frosties. I don't know what Frosties are. It's Frosted Flakes in England. It's still got Tony the Tiger though. Oh, yeah. My big furry king. Ah, uh, mate, they're fucking deluxe. <laughs> yeah, it's lux, mate. <laughs> they're Tony lux, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they say? No, they're lux. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they're the fucking balls, mate. <laughs> But then depending on like when you're at the record store, what record you choose mm-hmm. is also the soundtrack when you're like designing the game. Yep, which is. Fucking like both soundtracks were perfect for it. Just awesome, yeah. Like I, I went with Phaedra. Me too. Because that like really hit that like retro video game like yeah coding thing. Um, I just like the album art better. Yeah, I liked the album art. I didn't know any. I knew the Thompson Twins. I knew the Thompson Twins, but I that's what I chose for that too. But I'm the one thing that I wish is like. I wish there was like a percentage chart. I'm sure they'll release those numbers after this thing has been out for like a month or whatever. Yeah, how many um, people did this? But like, yeah, like what percentage of people made this decision? What percentage of people made this decision? But I guess that's kind of hard if you can go back so much. Yeah, I would I would assume it's got to be done like right after. And I just don't think they're going to do that's all. They already did so much fucking work. I know, I know. It's just that kind of stuff is it fun kinda, to see. I wish, or not I wish, I hope this doesn't get in the way of normal black mirror though no i want i yeah. want black mirror to continue as just a series mm. because i don't know it's a lot of investment to always do this i don't want to like i don't in think the it'll... future i don't want everything to be the choose your own no no and i don't think it will be at all um i don't think this is going to take over the future i think it's going to be sort of in the way like vr is where it's like it's not completely replacing gaming. It's just like an alternate way to do this thing. Yeah, that's kind of like my desired um, outcome with it. And I, I would I would love it if it were like in between Black Mirror seasons, this is like, you know, they buy themselves another gap year by putting out one of these. Yeah. Or, or it's like a Sherlock thing where it's like the seasons are continuing as normal and then they'll just, here's a special one. We've been working on it for a while. They got to take so long to write and he's also got to write the seasons of the show still. That's why I think he's an actual insane person who may have actually killed his family and we just don't know about it yet. Good chance. I think it might be Charlie Brooker. I think you're right. And I think um, he might. this might be a story about him. I think he killed his family. I think it's a... Someone get the bobbies to his house. Someone he's get done the wrong. bobbies. 
He's broken her majesty's law. <laughs> um, I just don't, like, I don't want this to get in the way of Black Mirror as, like, I'd love it if they did, you know, Black Mirror comes out, I don't know, usually sometime in, like, early early in the year. Mm-hmm. It kind of comes out, like, January, February. Yeah. And then this is, like, you know, a mid-year or, like, an end-of-the-year release. Yeah. And then Black Mirror continues after. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like one or the other. Like this year, we just did one interactive episode, and you have to wait an extra year for more Black Mirror. Yeah, because no, I'd I, rather have more Black Mirror. Yeah, I'd rather have more seasons of it, and I, I don't think that's gonna change. I think this was like a, a a test thing, and and if they do another one, do not do the same story. Do not make it connected. Make it something entirely different. And I think they oh, will they just because it is Black Mirror. But like. Yeah, you can't strike gold on this twice with that story. You can the the concept works. Put it somewhere else. Yeah, and I think they will just because that's how their episodes work. You know what I mean? Yeah, they've so. never gone back to an idea. Right. I think they might end up like maybe next season, like mm-hmm. season five. They might go back to a previous concept and show like a different perspective on it or mm-hmm. maybe try and connect it a little bit more mm-hmm. but in a totally different storyline. Yeah. I think they might do that. But because but like I don't yeah. But I either agree. way this was like a it's a special like I loved that they called it a Black Mirror event. Yeah. Like yeah. just to very much be like And I think that tells you everything you need to know about if they're gonna if they if this is going to become the new thing or not. It's this isn't Black Mirror. This is a special thing in set in that tone. Yeah, exactly and what a great tone for it. The I best. Lo- the I, best it could have been. I fucking love Black Mirror. Like, mm-hmm. you were hounding me on it for a long time. Yeah. And like, it was just... No, it's fucking stupid. I'm never going to watch it. I don't think I said that at all. Like, everyone talks about it. And I'm sick of it. It's, it's stupid, and it's just like, oh, think... Twilight Zone. I don't think I said that at all. In my I'm, mind, I did. I love Twilight Zone. <laughs> In my mind, you, you took a big old boo all over it. No, I think I just said, I'm watching other things right now. Or maybe I'm too busy. You just but, lied to everyone's face. Nope, nope. I think you just lied to everyone's face. Nah. <laughs> I think you did. Uh-uh. Says the one drinking a lemon LaCroix. What does that have to do with the content Everyone of my character? liars drink LaCroix. It's in the name. No, it isn't. It's subliminal. <laughs> Tyler, you're a known liar. 90% of what you say to people on a daily basis is like not entirely truthful. It's, it's, it's not a white lie. Yeah, it's not entirely truthful, but what you're spewing right now hate are baseless claims. <laughs> I hate, hate speech. speech. That's not what I meant to say. Tori spews hate speech all day. 90% of what comes out of his mouth is absolute hate speech. He hears people speaking Spanish in public. No. He's one of the people that freaks out. Tyler, why would you ever insinuate something like this to the people on camera like that's not a cool thing to do to your friend get us out of here probably (laughs) i think that's probably for the best thank you so much for tuning in to our spoiler cast if you have anything you'd like to add any pathways that you found in bandersnatch that you found interesting any little plot points that you found were interesting and you want to discuss We'd love to have that discussion because we're super fucking into this. Yep. So drop a comment like, on... Let's get a conversation going. Let's get a conversation there. going. Get us thinking about things that we maybe have never thought of with it. So drop your comments. Drop your likes. Also, if you like this kind of spoiler cast thing, this is only the second one we've done because we yep. were kind of compelled as like, this is perfect. We the other, yeah, the, o- the other one was Detroit Become Human, so check that one out as well. But if you kind of like this format... Let us know if this is something you'd be interested in watching in the future. We'll try and be more active in talking about more of these things. Maybe we'll do it with films or TV shows or something like that. Yeah. Uh, But just kind of let us know what you think of the series. And then uh, tell your friends. Mm -hmm. Hit that fucking notification bell. Actually, you don't need to do that. You just probably need to subscribe. That'd be cool. That'd be be fine. I have no problem with you not hitting the notification bell. That would get severely annoying. It's 20, you know, 2019. We're in the, we're in the hashtag year of, uh, well, it, by the time this goes up, it's almost 2019. What? This is probably going up before 2019. 2019's tomorrow. No, 2019 is three days from now. In this timeline. 
fuck. See you next time. I gotta say, this is probably this episode is probably the best Crash Bandersnatch game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you holding on to that like, for? Like 15 minutes. <laughs> Crash Bandersnatch with his girlfriend Coco Smelly Snatch. <laughs> Thanks for watching.